Hello, welcome to episode 60 of Aussie Telethon. This is a sports podcast on my sports. Come back, Scott. I woke up the end of the last couple weeks of three football. Thanks again for having me on, Oz. I uh, apologize for, for missing the last uh, few weeks here, but, you know, sure. life sometimes catches up with you. I hear you. I hear you, man. Um, now, talking about um, you guys beat Stanford, close one on there, and then I'll see that Utah and also Luke Falk is the all-time pass record at Pac-12 uh, touchdown pass. What's your thoughts on those three things there? Uh, huge win against Stanford, especially the last one at home. Uh, senior day, um, very exciting uh, for, for all the seniors involved. I think Frankie Luvu ended the game uh, being a senior, and uh, his parents were there uh, to witness their first college football game, first time ever visiting the United States. Uh, so that was fun for them to, to be able to witness that. Um, and then, of course, you know, uh, hopefully we get Peyton Palour back uh, on senior day. He did come out, but uh, hopefully we'll end up getting him back next year. Um, and then Utah. It was just a gutsy win uh, on the road against the tough pack of uh, foe, as, as you know, uh, with yeah. the Huskies beating them. And, uh, you know, the, last week, uh, you know, they're, they're, a, they're kind of a scrappy team. So, um, yeah, excited for this week, though. It's, you know, having a bye week right before Apple Cup is, is always uh, – uh, it's always difficult for the fans just because you want you're kind of chomping at the bit to get your rival. Absolutely. What do you think about Luke Falk being the all-time touchdown passer in Pac-12 history? You know, it's a, it's incredible. It's a, it's a great feat for him, considering that you know obviously WSU throws the ball a lot, but if you think about it from the standpoint of your, the defense knows that you're going to throw it and you still throw it anyway, and you're able to get uh, you know put up those touchdowns, it, it's really cool. Um, especially when you consider how much he throws it. I think he's got the most completions in the entire country on the most attempts in the entire country. Uh, but he also throws, uh, you know, about 66% completes about 66% of his passes, which is, which is pretty great. Uh, and when you think about throwing the ball that many times, uh, he doesn't have that many interceptions. So uh, it's pretty cool for him. Absolutely. Now this is the 110th meeting of the Huskies and Cougars um, going back 1930s or so way back then. Um, Huskies 71, 32 and six, a longest win streak is eight by UW that's been done twice currently because you did about four your thoughts on those stats well I mean you know considering that they've actually been playing since the 1900 season yeah. uh, and okay. uh, you know th- there's a there's a whole bunch of weird mis- kind of misleading things here uh, there was a 28 year stretch from 1954 to 1982 where there were no games played in Pullman they were either mm. Seattle or Spokane at Joe Abbey Stadium and and you and I both know uh, what Joe Abbey Stadium is like, so <laughs> to have to play a college football game there is just uh, yeah. not ideal. So uh, once it did come back in 1982, um, you know, the WSU's won a few more games, but obviously there are stretches where, where UW will roll off, you know, yeah. uh, six, uh, you know, four, five, or six games. So uh, hopefully we can uh, right the ship this year, though. Absolutely. Now, um, this year, UW plays – Florida this year because they lost to Stanford and Stanford beat Cal for the weekend. But 9-2, both teams are 9-2 going into the uh, Apple Cup. If WSU wins, they will play USC. I coach out game thoughts on the whole spoiler of UW role reversal this year. Yeah, I was actually really surprised and, and actually kind of disappointed that the Apple Cup doesn't mean more than it does this year. Obviously, UW has a chance to play spoiler, but I thought that coming in, uh, you know, to this game, if there was going to be a team that was probably going to be playing for the Pac-12 championship, it was probably going to be UW just because of how much they've had returning and uh, and all the all those guys. But you know, injuries kind of happen, yeah. and, 
And it, it does seem like there's been a little bit of a, reg- a regression from the quarterback position for you, Dub. So, um, mm-hmm. and, and not unlike WSU. I mean, I think that Luke Falk has really struggled this year as well, obviously being pulled yeah. twice. So, um, you know, there's, there's a lot to be, uh, there's still a lot to play for in terms of bragging rights and, uh, um, you know, to, in terms of the Pac-12 uh, North goes. So you, you always want to, you always want to end the year. And obviously if you can get to 10 wins in the regular season, that's nothing to be, uh, nothing to be, um, you know, sour about. Not about that. I was going to ask you next, actually. It's pretty good timing there. What are your thoughts on Luke Falk's up and down year for, at, at, in Pullman for the Cougars this year? You know, I was hoping for, for a, a year where Luke Falk would just, you know, come out and put up some crazy stats, not a lot of interceptions, a uh, ton of touchdowns, and, you know, just be able to have, uh, uh, you know, 9, 10, 11 win season. Uh, still very possible, but, you know, the fact that he's gotten pulled from a couple of games, he hasn't really played, uh, you know, very well in a, in a couple of the, in the two losses specifically. Uh, with five interceptions against Cal and then uh, coming in and, and really not forcing the ball down the field against Arizona. Uh, I think he's kind of had a, a little bit of a resurgence um, in, in kind of uh, pushing the ball down the field against Stanford and Utah. But, um, you know, I, I, even though he does have a couple interceptions uh, in the last few games, uh, I kind of like the idea of him being a little bit more aggressive and kind of taking those chances because it does lead to some longer gains and, uh, and some touchdowns too. That's thing like Brett Favre used to be. Sure. Well, that that's the way that's, you know, kind of, that's kind of the way that WSU quarterback position has been played. I mean, with Connor Halliday, even before uh, Luke Falk, it was just kind of a, a gunslinger mentality. And that's kind of what I think WSU needs. If you're going to run the ball, then that's great. Run it and, uh, and use, utilize your running backs. But if you're going to throw it, don't don't keep, you know, doing checkdowns. You got to be able to push the ball down the field and make some plays. Absolutely. How would you grade through the whole year? It's almost over now. Um, the old line, also the defense and uh, receivers. I'd say the O-line has played at about a C-plus. I think they could definitely play better, and I, I, that might seem a little bit harsh, but um, I, I think for, for as good as they are and for the, the national attention that they get at certain um, positions, they, they could definitely be playing better. So uh, hopefully they'll, you know, a couple games left here at the end of the season, hopefully they put it together. Uh, defense, I would give an A. Um, yeah. Quite honestly, the, the defense has exceeded my expectations uh, in so many ways this year uh, with the tackles for loss the sacks, the turnovers, uh, everything has just been above and beyond. So anytime you give uh, your team two shutouts in, the, in one season uh, and then hold your team, hold uh, two other guys to under 10 points, or, no, excuse me, one other guy, oh, I guess two and under, but uh, or 10 and under, but um, yeah, very happy with them. And then what was the, what was the third position group? The receivers and punters. Uh, you know, <laughs> receivers, <laughs> uh Receiving slash punting, uh, yeah. you know, I, I would I would give that a C plus as well. You know, yeah. I, I think that they could have done a, a better job of putting Luke into into some good spots. But you know, obviously, you bring in a whole bunch of new guys, a whole bunch of freshmen, uh, kind of breaking them in. Um, you know, I, I think they've done okay, but I also think that they've dropped some passes that they could have had their uh, you know could have been big first downs in, in some games, and um, you know, put them in better position to succeed. How about the punting punting game. Um, I think it's been an up and down bag. I mean, I, I'll give it a C just because, uh, you know, there's been some really good punts, but, uh, overall I, I you got to decide between the rugby style punt and then, uh, you know, the regular punting, but obviously the, the biggest thing in this game is going to be to, I, I would just take, um, uh, gosh, I might even go for it on fourth down and less than 10 on my own yeah. side of the field, just to keep it out of the hands of Dante Pettis, because he's, yeah. uh, He's one of the one of the very few guys that you know in college football that can scare you uh, mm-hmm. and, and take it to the house anytime. Absolutely, he's a record holder. Yep. And um, what, what are your overall thoughts on Mike Leach and his staff this year on coaching wise this season? 
I thought they've done a great job. You know, obviously there's been a couple times where, where uh, Luke has had to be sat down and said, okay, man, you, you're, if you're not going to be pushing the ball down the field, you got you got to come out. And so uh, I think that's a, that's a difficult, difficult conversation for a coach to have, especially with a fifth year senior that's put in as much time and effort. Uh, but you know what, that, it just goes to show that no man is, uh, um, you know, bigger than the team. And so if you're not producing, you got to come out, you got to come and sit down. So I think that's a great uh, angle for, for the rest of uh, for the rest of the team, um, and so you know, as far as the as far as the head coach goes, I would say great job. Uh, the rest of the coaches have done an unbelievable job to get their guys ready to go. Uh, running backs coach Jim Mastro, the uh, defensive coordinator Alex Grinch, uh, top to bottom has been unbelievable, and of course uh, the greatest post game. Uh, uh, <laughs> videos come from Roy Manning, our linebackers coach. He's uh, he's, he's been awesome as well. There you go. Win or lose, correct? Uh, I, I believe so. I, I typically try to stay away from Twitter uh, after oh. losses just because, it's you know, <laughs> you, you, you know how Twitter can be just yeah. a, a negative yeah, yeah. Nancy uh, fest. And, and so, yeah, yeah, I try to stay away. <laughs> I, I hear you. I don't blame you. Um, now, what do you think the, the key to success for the victory for the Cougars is uh, for Saturday night? Obviously not turning the ball over first and foremost. Um, you know, if you can, if you can keep everything in front of you, uh, not, uh, um, you know, if you, if you have a turnover too, that's fine, but don't throw the pick six. Don't have the, don't have the huge, huge, uh, penalties. Um, just really kind of play within yourself and then defensively just keep everybody in front of you. Uh, obviously I think that, uh, not having John Ross, uh, as explained by Rod Gilmore, uh, extensively, uh, oh, yeah. is, uh, was, was very annoying, but I don't have yeah. John Ross to take the lid off the, the defense, uh, definitely hurts. I mean, I, and you can definitely tell in the, the stats for uh, for UW this year, um, you know that they, everybody's kind of taking a hit, even down to Miles Gaskin. So, um, yeah. you know, it's just one of those things where uh, the, the the records really go out the window when WSU and UW play. And uh, I just, uh, <laughs> from a Cougars perspective, I, I'd love to see him get a win and uh, and actually go on to the Pac-12 championship game. I hope that doesn't happen. So. Um. <laughs> now, uh, now, do you think that Washington State will have issues with the crowd noise in Seattle. They're pretty loud down there. No, I don't think that they'll necessarily have a, a lot of, uh, a lot of difficulty with the crowd noise because our offense just is, uh, it's, it's not a lot of, uh, you know, there's not a lot of verbal communication. It comes in, play comes in from the sidelines and everybody kind of runs that. If Luke's going to check, then he'll go and check with his, his offensive line. Uh, but the, the receivers don't, re, you know, there's nothing to, to with the receivers uh, on a, on a play in a playout basis. Uh, and then offensively, if the, if the crowd is loud for the Husky offense, I won't, uh, won't be upset about that. So that's for sure. But uh, I don't yeah. think the crowd knows to be that much of a factor. Okay. Gotcha. Now we talked about this earlier, but we think that WSU will try to avoid Dante at all costs. I shoot. If I was a coach, I would, I mean, he, he's a record holder for a reason. And, uh, and he's just one of those guys who's very shifty. And I think, um, gosh, you know, for, for a punt returner to be as, as elusive as he is uh, for his size, I, I think that's the, that's the most impressive thing about, uh, um, about UW is, is their return game. Um, you know, from, from top to bottom, they always get guys to, to get out and block, and, of course, he does the rest. So, yeah, I would, I would avoid him um, no matter what. And if you do have to punt it, punt it out of bounds or get one of those, uh, you know, 20-yard squibbers that, uh, that might take a good bounce or, you know, you, at least you'll get 20 yards in field position if you have to down it. Absolutely. Now, do you think that Butch or Harry might get in a scuffle down in this game possibly if they get, a, you know, get into it down there? 
Well, my, my money's on Butch as usual because <laughs> uh, you know the city folk. Uh, they're you know they're, they're not uh, not as good at hand to hand combat as uh, as us uh, farm boys. <laughs> they're more of a verbal a verbal. Uh, con- there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got, you. I got, I got you. Um, what are your favorite favorite Cup games of recent memory for you? You know, the I think we we t- we said at the beginning of the season uh, just a little bit there the the 2012 game um, where Keith mm-hmm. Price threw the interception in overtime and and uh, Tony Pole almost took it back. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, the the 2000 uh, 2005 game in Seattle uh, where Brandon Gibson caught that uh, oh, yeah. touchdown pass, and then uh, I believe it was a freshman Jake Locker almost let him back down to, to score with no time left. But uh, mm-hmm. that was a that was an awesome game. Um, you know, the it's funny because I, I used to work with the Spoken Indians uh, with Paul Sorensen's son, and Paul Sorensen mm-hmm. was a, a safety, an All American mm-hmm. for the Cougs, um, and. Uh, Whenever I watched video of the 1982 Apple Cup, when they, they finally came back to Pullman, uh, that was a huge victory over, uh, I believe it was a top five Husky team at that time. So, yeah. I, you know, there, of course, 97, when we clinched our first mm. uh, Rose Bowl in yeah. you know, a right long least. time. Yep, yeah. exactly. So, uh, yeah, it's it's all all great memories. And, and I, I, I really cringe to ask which ones are your favorite, Ozzy, but which I have Apple mine Cups are you? Sure. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead and tell them to me. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead got, and take my. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take my earbuds out so I don't have to listen. But go ahead. Go I got ahead. two to memory. Yeah. Got back to back years. Oh two, oh three, when um, Cody Pickett back both games to be top five at the time was top. I think it's number eight in the country. WSU and there was number five in the country. So being them handily uh, was pretty awesome. So those are my favorite uh, games for me personally. Now. Um, also, yeah, in '91 was I didn't I wasn't around back then. I was around, but I didn't really know it. But '91, when they beat WSU handily, also to win the championship game as well to win the championship. Uh, I will tell you one of my one of my most miserable uh, Apple Cups was the 2000 Apple Cup in Pullman. Uh, yeah, Marcus Tuiasa Sopo and that team uh, <laughs> was uh, just absolutely steamrolled the Cougs, and I was there. Yeah, uh, yeah. and um, man, that was a long drive back home. Um, yeah, I, I would imagine um, that to be the case. Now, um, I was going to ask you, it might be the same as your first answer, but your favorite Apple Cup mo- moment, like plays or moments you've had um, over the years? There's a, a couple from the 1992 Apple Cup where uh, Drew Bledsoe is in the middle of the snow uh, snowstorm and he throws it uh, um, into the end zone and C.J. Davis and um, – and Philip Bobo both die for it, and they end up uh, catching it. And Drew Bledsoe is running down the field, going crazy. And there was a running back in that team called uh, his name was Sean Bay Wright Fair, and he was mm-hmm. uh, uh, he was just a stud back then too, just a little bowling ball. And uh, he had a couple breakout game, or I think he had three touchdowns in that one, and just kind of breaking through the defense because uh, everybody couldn't get their footing. Um, and just once you had that full head of steam and an open field in front of you, nobody's going to stop you. Um, Gosh, I, I could name a bunch more. Brandon Gibson mm-hmm. um, in 2005 uh, with less than a minute left, and, and Alex, Brink <laughs> found, Alex Brink found him. Uh, that mm-hmm. was awesome. And, uh, yeah. yeah, which one? How about you? That was awesome, yeah. Um, for me, um, pretty much I just have one, the defining moment, just pretty much the, WH, the UW 2000 team, Marcus Josefo. Um, you had Richie Williams. I mean, you had a huge – I mean, the, the whole team that UW was – stacked top and bottom and they went on to, win, to, beat, to beat Purdue in the Rose Bowl against Drew Brees so um, that game right there is my favorite moment of all time for UW 
Mm -hmm. EWC Alpha Cups. Mm -hmm. And you were probably, what, a junior in high school then? So that was, I mean, still... Going to my senior year. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's a, it's absolutely the, the time where you start to really, I mean, if sports wasn't a big part of your life uh, in, in yeah. those formative years, uh, that'll, mm -hmm. that'll certainly push you over the top for sure. Yes. Now, I was going to ask you, what is your least favorite moment maybe or game of, of the series of oh, the date? Golly. <laughs> I mean, we, you can, you can go back to any number of the, uh, the ones, the uh, uh, 2002, 2003, um, yeah. the, the game in Seattle, uh, where Kegel, um, had to come in and, uh, that just, that was kind of a rough one, uh, oh, get, the, the backwards pass play. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that one too. in, in Pullman, um, you yeah. know, there's, yeah. there's a uh, gosh. And then of course it was so sad that Jason Gesser was a great quarterback for WSU, but he never beat the Huskies. So you right. thought that that was going to be the time, uh, get, maybe go to the Fiesta bowl that year. Um, so mm -hmm. that, that one really stings. And of course, being yeah. at being at the games uh, in Seattle when when they lost uh, um, when they in two thousand three when they lost when I was a freshman in college, um, yeah. that was it, having all the Husky fans come up to me after the game and say, "Oh, ninety East is that way, <laughs> punk!" You know, just talking a bunch of trash. Oh, it just, you know, you have yeah. you have four hours yeah. to sit in the car and just really stew about it. So I was right. pretty crushed. Well, for me, just pretty much just uh, two games come to mind. The, the snowball, obviously, that was one of the worst um, game, games um, in 97 with Ryan Leaf. And then also the, w w the one where uh, WSU dub were really bad that year. And uh, <laughs> that, that sealed, that sealed the 0-12 fate for the Huskies. Yes. That, uh, that was, I'll tell you what, I watched that game uh, live from South Africa and it was like, two, oh. it was like two o'clock and three o'clock in the morning. And yeah. um, I, I don't know why I stayed up to watch uh, a, a one-win team versus a no-win team, but <laughs> that, that'll, that'll show you the Apple Cup uh, really, you know, it means a lot to people uh, in the state, you know, one way or the other. Absolutely. Um, who do you, in your mind, is the, your favorite Apple Cup player for WSU, in your, in your opinion? Oh, you know, it, it's, it's really tough to say because um, – <laughs> we don't have a lot of, uh, of periods where, where you get uh, quite a few wins. Um, obviously the right. 2004, 2005, um, the back-to-back -back years, I think they won four out of five and that's in that kind of that stretch. Uh, yeah. Will, Will Durding was, was a big one. I think he had a, he had a sack and a fumble um, that was recovered for touchdown. Uh, and Brandon Gibson, I think too, um, just, he played really well. Trandon Harvey, when he caught, uh, caught the one in 2005 in Seattle. Um mm -hmm. The gosh, I can't remember the guy's uh, the guy's name calling the game, but um, he he made me a Trandon Harvey believer after that, and it only took me four years to to get to know Trandon Harvey. So because he was Keith Jackson, you were saying no, the game? no, no, no. There, there was a guy calling it for Fox Sports, and and oh. uh, uh, I had just been waiting for Trandon Harvey to kind of show up at, at WSU, and he he didn't have a lot of catches in his career, and he was kind of small, and and then all of a sudden he catches this bubble screen, and and the guy said. Harvey down the sidelines. Look at this. He's gone. And then it's, uh, it, so that was great. So, you know, a lot of unsung heroes, guys that don't, uh, yeah. don't get a lot of action. Uh, in that 2012 game, Gino Simone, um, mm. was, was a guy that was a four-star kid out of uh, skyline and he didn't really, he didn't have a lot of success at WSU, but he, he made a couple great, huge catches in that game down the stretch to keep the drives alive. And then obviously, um, you know, help, helped in the, help in the win there. There you go. For me, it's, it's a Tui Sopo. Yeah. Um, Napoleon Kaufman, Reggie Williams, and Wayne Kennedy also. The line, 
Oh, let him get, get a little love too up front, you know. Yeah. Well, you know what? That, that 91 team was Steve Entman. Uh, I actually yeah. met Steve Entman when I was working for the Spoken Indians in the front office, and he came in nice. and, and, uh, and, and wanted to uh, purchase a, a couple of games in the skyboxes. And I, yeah. so I was taking him around, and he's, he's a Cheney kid, uh, mm. and he, he, was ex- he was actually expecting WSU to offer him. And when they didn't, he's just like, well, I'm just going to go to UW then. And, uh, of they, course, we know the history God. there. Yeah, because he, yeah. Was, he was an absolute beast in college. Yeah. So, uh, sure so the victor goes to spoils, yeah. Absolutely. Now, I've got some fan things to ask you. My friend Joe has a few things to ask you here. So, the thing he wants to know is, what are you, look, what are you looking, looking forward to for this game coming up on Saturday night? Uh, are we just saying in terms of what WSU is going to bring? As far, as far as your overall thoughts of your what, – what, what, Go, go see for that look at. Well, it's going to be really interesting for me to, to see, you know, the way the guys come out and respond, because I think in years past, Leach has kind of taken the approach is that the Apple Cup is just another game. And I think after mm-hmm. four after four losses, um, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm curious to see yeah. how he gets the guys ready to play, because I know that yeah. Luke Falk is a senior. Uh, he's very bitter about the last uh, last few games because he hasn't been a part of a couple of them. Um, and I think that uh, I think he really wants to come out and, and show well. Uh, and I yeah. hope the defense, I hope the defense plays as fast as they have all year. Um, I'm, I'm really, and I'm also curious to see how UW plays against, uh, you know, a top 20 team because, as, yeah. as you know, Oz, they have not yeah. beaten a top 25 team all year. So right. I'm curious, I'm curious to see how, uh, how, how teams match up speed wise. Of course, if mm-hmm. you, uh, if you let Gaskin go for an 80 yarder, yep. then all bets mm-hmm. are off because you get out of position yeah. on that guy and it's over. Yeah, he's fast. He's quick. Yeah. He's good. Um, also, also from Joe is, uh, which Luke Falk will show up for this game on Saturday? The the one, the bad one, or the one that was always been really good? Well, I'm hoping the one that's been really good because seeing as that is his last Apple Cup and he is not, uh, you know, kind of those uh, the signature defying wins for for a WSU quarterback. Uh, of course, um, you know, with with Gesser and uh, not having a, a victory over UW, I think that still really burns him, and I, I think that he doesn't yeah. want to be the same way. So I think he's going to come out, be sharp. And, uh, and try to push the ball down the field and, and not uh, – uh, hopefully not have too many turnovers. But if he has one or two, that, w- that won't upset me unless it's, uh, you know, a pick six. So hopefully the good oh. hopefully the good Luke Falk. Yeah, hopefully. And also from Joe, um, will Hercules Mata Offa leave? Because he thinks he, he's a tweener in the NFL. Um, his, his opinion, your thoughts on him staying or leaving? Well, I hope that he stays and just adds another 10 to 15 pounds of, uh, of muscle. Obviously, being a 250-pound defensive tackle isn't a part of the program in the NFL, so I think he's got enough quickness, though, to be a defensive end type or maybe a, you know, a, a third-down uh, rush specialist or something like that, maybe a Cliff Averill type. Um, oh. But, yeah, so I, I really hope that he does. I mean, 10 sacks as a, as a junior is, is pretty incredible. I think only three off the national pace. Uh, tons mm-hmm. of tackles for loss. I, I'd love to see him at WSU for one more year, just disrupting mm-hmm. the backfield like Ryan Long did in his uh, Outland Trophy year. Um, but uh, yeah, it, I would I would love to see him. I, I don't know that he's uh, I don't know what his role is at the next level, but I just know that he's yeah. a really really good college player. What is your your gut said about it? Is he think he'll stay or think or do you think he'll go? Your gut. Um, I my, my gut says I think he stays. Uh, I he think stays? Uh, I you know. As long as he's enjoying it at WSU, and of course, I have mm-hmm. no inside knowledge as to what his you know day to day life right. is like. But I mean, being sure. a big man on campus and in college, uh, and, yeah. and giving yourself another year to get better and improve. Obviously, if he gets a you know a second round uh, tender or whatever, you know, a grade, yeah, um, yeah. you know, I, I it's tough to want to it's tough to turn down that that type of life changing money because you can always come back yeah. during the summers and complete your degree like Ryan Leaf did. True, that's true. 
also from Joe. Um, can WSU bottle up UW's run run game? How is UW run game different from Stanford and Colorado? Well, I think uh, I think they definitely can. Uh, now, will they uh, will they definitely do it? I, it's un, unsure. I mean, WSU yeah. has been 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 kind of using that uh, that diversion technique where you line up and then right before the ball is snapped, you jump to a different position to kind of throw off the offensive line, and then you have the linebackers kind of squeeze up and try to plug those holes that were created by the defensive line. So. Um, hopefully that's, that's the case, but the thing that UW does really well is they use those screen passes and, and, uh, and bubble, uh, you know, the little bubble screens and, and things of that nature, just to kind of get guys outside of the tackle box, uh, mm-hmm. and, which is very different from Stanford where they would bring in two or three tight ends and just say, here, we're going to run it. We know that we're better than you. Uh, but WSU just is kind of that, you know, it's, it's just kind of too quick for some of those bigger tight end guys. And so if they're able to beat them to the spot, then that's all the better, but, um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I just see that um, – I, I mean, I hope our defensive coaching staff kind of understands that, uh, you know, not, not all teams are created different, you know, equally in right. terms of running the ball. So uh, UW's line is offensive uh, very, very good, obviously, but uh, mm-hmm. I think they're a little banged up as well. Um, and you brought, yeah, you'd Trey, probably be able to speak yeah. a little bit more, Trey Adams. Trey Adams, All-American. Yep. Uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's out. But they, they ran it pretty well last week against um, – against Utah with LeColeman and uh, Gaskins. So they're two-headed monsters, really good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's, and that's the whole thing, Oz. And, and I was going to ask you, you know, what, what, yeah. do you, what do you see from, from UW's offense uh, against, the, against the Cougs defense? I mean, you, you've seen uh, a few Cougs games this year, the yes. defense. Uh, what are your thoughts? Um, well, I think that I think if the run game gets going, I think it opens the pass game, and I think – um, we, we lost McClatcher for the, the year. So all we have right now is all we have right now is Dante Pettis and, and Buccielli, who's a, a freshman. So not a great receiving course. So if we get the run game going, I think we have a chance to go over the top for player two over the top there okay. on the defense. Okay. But, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, now this is from Matt Schumann, who I told you earlier is not a snarky comment. We'll see if you agree, as you said earlier. Um, <laughs> Um, he says, uh, what is your level of confidence for the Cougs for this game coming up? I would say it's about a seven out of 10. Um, and and usually I'm, I'm, I I try to be as reserved as possible, uh, because obviously I I want WSU to win every game and my heart, uh, is a little bit stronger than my, than my brain (laughs) sometimes, but you know, I mean, realistically, I mean, WSU is ranked number 15 for, for a reason. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know the thing that gives me a little concern is the odds makers in in uh, in Vegas give us you know are, are making the Cougs a ten point underdog. So maybe yeah. they know maybe they know something that I don't. Obviously, the last yeah. four the last four years getting uh, getting whooped um, you know hasn't felt sure. very good. So I, I'd like right. to think that this one is just a um, statistical anomaly where you know you're able to, to to take advantage of a senior quarterback who who wants this game so bad and will do anything to do it. So yeah, I'll put it at a seven. Out of seven, okay. I'm at about a seven myself for the UW Huskies because yeah. uh, they they've been playing pretty well, but they've had lapses of ju- lapses of bad play that cost them games. So um, we'll see if they can just buck up and get the job done on Saturday night. Yeah, definitely. Yep. This is from also from Joe. He's a lot of a lot of from Joe. Um, 
you think that will will Alex Green leave after this season to go head job somewhere else in the country? I hope not, but you know what? The way that the kind of the landscape is changing so much, uh, it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me one bit because uh, you know he's turned uh, turned a WSU defense from a turnstile into actually having some some studs on there, uh, and just the the recruits that have been coming in. Um, you know, just very very impressed with that. So I could see him leaving for you know, possible uh, Fresno State type job or something yeah. like that. Uh, you know, if he were to do it a couple of years in a row in, in WSU, um, you know, mm-hmm. maybe another Pac-12 school might come calling. So you, you just yeah. never know uh, what's going to happen. Of course, the Oregon State job, um, and, and I'm not, I haven't been following that very closely, but I think uh, Oregon State might be a possibility for him. And if a Pac-12 school comes calling, you kind of have to answer. I heard about Oregon Heights. So I might go to Oregon State. might be in the, in the mix there. See, I, I, I don't think he's a good fit there. I, I just yeah. think that uh, – I, I think that New Heisel's kind of passed, uh, mm-hmm. passed his prime in terms of, you know, a, a big-name guy. Uh, yeah. And, of course, you, you saw you, – you know all too well what, what he did at, at, uh, yeah. at UW. And, I mean, the, the, just the lack of recruiting on the offensive line really kind of killed you uh, once yeah. you got into the Willingham years. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, that was just a – it was a huge killer. You had, a great, you had great skill guys, but offensive yeah. line-wise, it was, there was nothing mm-hmm. to shake your head up. Right. This is from our my friend Travis Howe. Um, he wants to know each wants to have you uh, see each team's strengths, weaknesses, and what does each team need to do to win the game. Uh, strength wise, uh, for for the Cougs um, is obviously I, still I, I'll keep harping on it all year. Our offensive line is the strength of our team and uh, yeah. strength of our offense and. I think if the offensive line can give Luke a little bit of time, kind of create some of those holes for the running backs to get through those little shovel passes, I think we, I think we'll do okay. Our receivers are what they are, uh, and they'll they'll get the job done if Luke has time to find them. Um, so I just, uh, yeah, I, I would say that the, the biggest strength is uh, is the offensive line. The biggest weakness uh, is, is probably I hate to say it, maybe the quarterback play. I, I think yeah. that. Uh, um, you know, it's been a little up and down for Luke this year. So I would, I would say uh, you never know which one you're going to get. Uh, hopefully it'll be good Luke. So we have a great game. Uh, yeah. But if it's bad Luke, then it could, uh, it could turn into Cal real quick and, you know, right. 37 to three type game. So, right. um, and then uh, uh, for the, for the Coug defense, the, um, the, uh, the, the, the strength is, is our uh, defensive line. And uh, I don't know. I, it's tough to say that there's a, a real weakness for the for the Coug uh, defense, but I would say maybe corner is probably where they uh, okay. they need a little help, just because uh, they get a little too far ahead of themselves sometimes, and um, you know they they they're really quick to jump up after an incomplete pass and you know do the you know wave their arms like it's incomplete, and then they get a flag on them. Um, so it was you know pass interference. So that might be the weakness. Uh, and then I don't know if does, does Travis uh, does he want me to do U Dub too? What, what uh, I see? Yeah. 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 I mean, obviously the, the strength of, of UW's team is, uh, is the backfield and, and the getting those running backs out. And, and once they get a full head of steam, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty tough. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say the weakness is at the wide receiver position, quite honestly, yeah. because yeah. There, there isn't a lot of separation there um, mm-hmm. it, other than Pettis. Yeah. Uh, and of course with McClatcher out, it's, you know, it's, it's little slim pickings out there. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then defensively, um, the, the secondary, I, I would say still re- regardless of injuries is still kind of a no fly zone. It's, it's really yeah. kind of difficult to, to go against yeah. those guys. Um, and, and I'm not sure that UW's defense has a ton of, uh, ton of weaknesses, but no. I'm sure you'll be able to help me a little bit more with that. I can't find one. So we'll move on from there. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this, 
Um, I would disagree with you with the weakness would might be at the kicker. Um, oh yeah, well, he is a travesty. Um, <laughs> he is atrocious. I mean, you know, funny funny story. Oz Tristan yeah. Vizcaino uh, yeah. was actually committed to WSU, oh. and then he switched his commitment on signing day. Yeah, and so because they did that, they accepted a walk on kicker named Eric Powell, who yeah. is uh, who's been a stud this year. So right. wow. uh, I I couldn't be happier for Tristan. Um, <laughs> And, yeah. and his, his UW career. <laughs> I mean, he did fine last year because all, all he did last year was do kickoffs. Now he's doing PATs and field goals. And, like, start of the year, he was doing okay. And then he, like, had a stretch where three games where he missed everything. He, he, he got benched one game. Then when freshman came in, he missed a couple of kicks. He came back in, did well one game. Then last, last night, or Saturday night's game, he missed two field goals. He missed a PAT. And a thirty-yard field goal, all wide left, wide left, not leaving close. Yeah. well, and, and he makes the game winner, so got yeah, the game winner though. So, no, that that's very true, and, and good good for him for doing that. Uh, obviously, yeah. the kicking is such a mental thing, um, yeah. And so, I, I I hope that it's still in his head that he wants to miss all these ones. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. obviously, the uh, the biggest weakness for WSU is is the the punting game, um, and and you know well better than anybody, Oz, because you've watched yeah. him. Is right, you know, when you have a wide receiver that has to do the rugby style punting, um, you know, this just there's no telling what's going to happen. And uh, so, yeah, I, I would say that's a definite weakness for WSU. Absolutely. And also, my friend Joe has one last thing. I think his last question for you, before we go to a rapid fire round, is that it seems that UCLA, UCLA seems to value Brock Heward's opinion more than Jim Moore's opinion because uh, he got fired uh, um, today or yesterday. Yeah, I, I, I guess that's the, you know, UCLA needs to figure out what they want to do because, yeah. um, you know, they, they, if they don't get Chip Kelly, I think it's going to be a really interesting year for them because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, obviously uh, UCLA, you know, respects uh, uh, Brock Heward. I mean, clearly. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> why, would, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, but that, yeah. that was just hearing that, uh, hearing that Jim Mora sound, uh, it yeah. just kind of really irritates you because obviously if you listen to Brock for yeah. any period of time, you're going to realize he knows what he's talking about. So yeah. um, that was kind of a shame. It sure was, sure was. Now, I have, I have a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm going to ask you a rapid-fire question that I want to get your opinion on here. So, Okay. You, you, uh, rapid-fire questions, rapid-fire answers? Is that what you want? You don't have to. It's just like, what, what do you, we can talk about it, too. But just saying, oh, they're, okay. they're, just, they're just this or that, basically. Uh, okay. We got Apple or Android? Uh, Apple. Smart man. Apple's the best. Android can, you know, whatever. But yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. I'll say something else, but I'll be PG over here. Uh-huh. We have Applebee's or Red Robin. Uh, Red Robin. Red Robin. Red Robin. The RR yeah. is the best. Yes. Yeah, the the clucks and fries. Uh, you know, you you can't go wrong yes. with that. Uh, oh, yeah. Milkshakes are, are are bomb. So oh. yeah. What what what's your favorite milkshake over there? Uh, tough to say. Actually, I go with a chocolate malt. Okay. Uh, which is kind of a, you know, it's an old, I guess a little yeah. older, right. older guy thing, but whatever. I like a uh, strawberry, old, good old fashioned strawberry. Oh yeah. Can't because, go wrong with strawberry. Yeah. Because they, they give you the fresh strawberries, the fresh, freshly strawberries in there. So it, give, it takes a little extra flavor. There you go. Yep. Um, apple pie or apple crisp? Uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Oh, you know what? I'm gonna go apple crisp. I'm gonna apple go. I like that. Like that little little yes. crumble at the top. You know. Yeah, we agree on all three so far. That's, okay, three that's, for three. That's, this is now, good. Yes. Now this one here, 
apple juice or OJ? Orange juice. I'm not not OJ since but but orange orange juice. You know, I'm gonna go with orange juice because yeah. I I always uh, whenever I get a chance to have orange juice, I just chug it. I don't know what it is. I can never <laughs> sip orange juice. It's yeah. just so delicious. And maybe it's the sugar content that I just suck right. it right down. I love orange juice the best, especially with a little little vodka mixed in there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And a screwdriver, <laughs> a absolutely. Screwdriver, yeah, absolutely. Now, McDonald's or homemade? Oof. Oh, you know, I'm gonna go homemade, homemade. Uh, because with my, my homemade burgers, uh, you know, I get a little Worcestershire, a little little onion, um, mm-hmm. little garlic in there. Yeah, I, I would say I would say homemade. But you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm a big, I, I kind of like my fast food, but um, it's, uh, I'll do homemade on that when I have time. <laughs> well, I guess we went down the different, different uh, track there because I was, uh, which is actually fan, which is great, but I was referring to American pie, McDonald's, McDonald's apple pie or the homemade apple pie. Oh, McDonald's apple pie. Oh, homemade. You got to oh, go homemade. Homemade, homemade, yeah, homemade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, because sometimes those, those ones in the little packages, you never know how long yeah. they've been sitting there. Right, right. Yeah, so far, so far we are uh, uh, three, four, five for five so far. Okay. And we got two more to go. Um, right. We have apple fritters, maple bar. Oh, got to go maple bar. Maple bar. Oh, my yeah, God. We yeah. are in tune here. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, uh, I, I, yeah, it's hard to, you, you can't go, you can't go much higher than a maple bar on the donut scale. Yeah. Um, and, and I try to keep, uh, I try to keep my fruit out of my donuts. <laughs> yes. Um, now, do you prefer maple bar, classic, or do you prefer a chocolate maple bar instead? Ooh, I like to go chocolate, or no, 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 uh, classic maple classic, bar. Classic, yes. Yeah, classic maple bar. Yeah, we're, yeah. All, we're on the same page here. With you know, because if, yeah. if you wanted a maple bar with, with chocolate, you just get one of, you just get a, a regular circular. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. You get a, a eclair or a regular circle donut with, you know, and you can get sprinkles if you want to, but sure. I just keep my maple bars for maple. maple Absolutely. Stuff. Last one on the board here, pork chops. Or applesauce. Oh, pork chops. I mean, I'm a meat guy. Pork chops. But you know what? Yes. But, yeah, but you, but you know what? The pork chop with a little applesauce on the side. There that's, you go. Uh, that's some. That's some good eating. Yeah, we agree on everything there. We're 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 food brothers here. We are more we are more alike than we are different. Maybe except for uh, and except so, for one except little for, thing. One little except thing. for this apple cup. Yes. Yeah. So uh, you know, and, and I'm I'm glad that you mentioned it uh, earlier this week that yeah. um, you know the the winner of the apple cup. Oh yeah. Uh, um, you know, we'll, and I'm thinking we got to, we should make it for five, do five guys. Cause I think yeah. a trip over to Coeur d'Alene might be a little, little tough, but sure. if we can get over to five guys, uh, for, for lunch, uh, loser yeah. buys, I think that would be good. That'd be a fantastic, uh, meal regardless. Yes. And, and, and we'll, we'll go one step further. This yeah. has to be, has to be paid out before the end of the, uh, 2017 calendar year. So Absolutely. we can't can't just uh, keep keep uh, pushing this out we got to get, get get in and get out of there that's right that's right and also yeah. did you did you pick up on this reference of pork chops pork chops applesauce where that comes from uh where you know what uh no i i don't know that i know the brady bunch oh okay yep okay yep now gosh I, <laughs> the, the old brady bunch uh what a classic yeah it's one of the best and cheesy ones but it's it's up there Oh yeah. Now, um, final thoughts on the game coming up and your and your prediction for the game. 
Well, my prediction is pain, uh, and hopefully it uh, – because one side or the other is yeah. going to be uh, experiencing pain from this. Um, obviously, I, I had hoped that UW would have come, come in uh, and that would have been for the Pac-12 North Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we are where we are, uh, and so I, I'm hoping uh, the, the final score is going to be 32-26 to 26, okay. uh, in, favor, in favor of WSU. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, WSU will go on to the Pac-12 championship game where they will beat USC, and then we are, uh, yeah, where it's going to be, you know, just the Fiesta Bowl after that, I think. Fiesta Bowl, that'd be cool for them to go to the Fiesta Bowl if they they were to beat USC again. Yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. Now, for me, though, I think all the pressure is on Washington State to win this game. UW can play freely because they don't have anything to play for right now except for Pride right now at the moment, so – I think I think it's all on two shoulders to to get the the win here. I think that UW will, will win it in a close one. I'll say thirty four thirty one. Okay, well that's that's fair. Uh, you know, at least WSU covered the point spread uh, in, in your scenario, which is good. Everybody yeah. wins that way. Yeah. Uh, but but you know, I, I would say this. I think that you know, while, while the pressure is on this WSU team, I think that this team is so different than than previous Cougar teams where. Uh, they kind of wilt under the pressure a little bit. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm hoping, and I think we've seen a few games this year where they've come back and, and uh, you know, done a really, uh, really good job <laughs> of getting back into games and, and being that front runner. So hopefully, uh, hopefully they can kind of rewrite history there. Absolutely. And now we'll see who wins this game. It's 5 p.m. on Fox with, with Joe Davis and Buddy Quinn on the call. Always a good pairing. And mm-hmm. um, we'll talk to you down the road. Sounds great, Oz. Thanks again for having me all year, and uh, go Cougs. Go Huskies.